Hey everyone, this is Miss Akimoto with your next chapter of The Phantom Toll Booth. So, yesterday, Milo and Talk were in the word market when they met the spelling bee, who was a literal giant bee who ran around spelling everything. And they also met the humbug, who is generally, he seems sort of bad-natured, and the humbug and the spelling bee got in a big fight, and they ended up knocking over the entire word market. So let's see what happens. This is chapter five, short shrift. Done what you've looked, angrily shouted one of the salesmen. He meant to say, look what you've done, but the words had gotten so hopelessly mixed up that no one could make any sense at all. Do going what war, complained another, as everyone set about straightening things up as well as they could. For several minutes, no one spoke an understandable sentence, which added greatly to the confusion. As soon as possible, however, the stalls were righted and the words swept into one large pile for sorting. The spelling bee, who was quite upset by the whole affair, had flown off in a huff, and just as Milo had got his, his feet, got to his feet, the entire police force of Dictionopolis appeared, loudly blowing his whistle. Now we'll get to the bottom of this, he heard someone say. Here comes Officer Shrift. Striding across the square was the shortest policeman Milo had ever seen. He was scarcely two feet tall and almost twice as wide, and he wore a blue uniform with a white belt and gloves, a peaked cap, and a very fierce expression. He continued blowing the whistle until his face was beet red, stopping only long enough to shout, You're guilty! You're guilty! at everyone he passed. I've never seen anyone so guilty, he said, when he reached Milo. Then, turning towards Tok, who was still ringing loudly, he said, Turn off that dog! It's disrespectful to sound your alarm in the presence of a policeman! He made a careful note of that in his black book and strode up and down, his hands clasped behind his back, surveying the wreckage in the marketplace. Very pretty, very pretty, he scowled. Who's responsible for all of this? Speak up, or I'll arrest the lot of you. There was a long silence. Since hardly anybody had actually seen what happened, no one spoke. You, said the policeman, pointing an accusing finger at the humbug, who was brushing himself off and straightening his hat. You look suspicious to me. The startled humbug dropped his cane and nervously replied, Let me assure you, sir, on my honor as a gentleman, that I was merely an innocent bystander, minding my own business, enjoying the stimulating sights and sounds of the world of commerce, when this young lad... Aha! interrupted Officer Shrift, making another note in his little book, just as I thought. Boys are the cause of everything. Pardon me, insisted the humbug, but I in no way meant to imply silence, thundered the policeman, pulling himself up to full height and glaring menacingly at the terrified bug. And now, he continued, speaking to Milo, where were you on the night of July 27th? What does that have to do with it? asked Milo. It's my birthday, that's what, said the policeman, as he entered, forgot my birthday, in his little book. Boys always forget other people's birthdays. You have committed the following crimes, he continued, having a dog with an unauthorized alarm, sowing confusion, upsetting the apple cart, wrecking havoc, and mincing words. Now see here, growled Talk angrily, and illegal barking, he added, frowning at the watchdog. It's against the law to bark without using a barking meter. Are you ready to be sentenced? 
Only a judge can sentence you, said Milo, who remembered reading that in one of his school books. Well, good point, replied the policeman, taking off his cap and putting on a long black robe. I am also the judge. Now, would you like a long or a short sentence? A short one, if you please, said Milo. Good, said the judge, rapping his gavel three times. I always have trouble remembering the long ones. How about I am? That's the shortest sentence I know. Everyone agreed that it was a very fair sentence, and the judge continued. There will also be a small additional penalty of six million years in prison. Case closed. He pronounced, rapping his gavel again. Come with me, I'll take you to the dungeon. Only a jailer can put you in prison, offered Milo, quoting the same book. Mm, Good point, said the judge, removing his robe and taking out a large bunch of keys. I am also the jailer. And with that, he led them away. Keep your chin up, shouted the humbug. Maybe they'll take a million years off for good behavior. The heavy prison door swung back slowly, and Milo and Talk followed Officer Shrift down a long, dark corridor lit only by an occasional flickering candle. Watch the steps, advised the policeman, as they started down a steep, circular staircase. The air was dank and musty, like the smell of wet blankets, and the massive stone walls were slimy to the touch. Down and down they went until they arrived at another door, even heavier and stronger looking than the first. A cobweb brushed against Milo's face and he shuddered. You'll find it quite pleasant here, chuckled the policeman, as he slid the bolt back and pushed the door open with a screech and a squeak. Not much company, but you can always chat with the witch. The witch? trembled Milo. Yeah, she's been here for a long time, he said, starting along another corridor. In a few more minutes, they had gone through three other doors, across a narrow footbridge, down two more corridors, and another stairway, and finally stood in front of a small cell door. This is it, said the policeman, all the comforts of home. The door opened and then shut, and Milo and Hawk found themselves in a high vaulted cell with two tiny windows halfway up the wall. See you in six million years, said Officer Shrift, and the sound of his footsteps grew fainter and fainter until it wasn't heard at all. We're going to stop there for today. Come back tomorrow to find out how Short Shrift Chapter... I forgot what chapter we're on. Five ends. (laughs) See you tomorrow.